So I was just thinking about how horror movie remakes are like the one person in a friend group. And I'm reading this because I have short-term memory and I forget my thoughts. Chelsea Wolf taught me to write it all down. Anywho, so I was just thinking about like how remakes, horror movie remakes are like the one person in a group of friends who has no sense of humor, who never gets the joke, but busts out maybe once a year with like a really good joke of their own. And then like the other group of friends laugh at it for days. And then that typically unfunny friend just goes viral for a minute and keeps repeating that same joke, but like throws it into a meme to make it funnier. And it just goes on the fucking on the fucking on. And sometimes people go, hey, let me just copy that. It's like, fuck, remakes, sometimes remakes work. Sometimes they don't. And maybe should, some should definitely not fucking be made. Okay? They should be one and done, like the fucking Lost Boys. Hey, y'all. So let's bring on Jackson, because Jackson and I like to give a balanced perspective. I feel like we represent both the horror spectrums on the people who like trash remakes and have yep. the horror scenes, like the horror enthusiast who I was like, I love to read horror enthusiast reviews when a new horror film comes out, especially the scream and the new Texas chainsaw massacre. I know you guys see zero. I was like, he's in the show. Zero, zero say hi. Hello. <laughs> Come on zero. He's like, what are you going to oh. give me a treat? Look at his ears. So anyways, Jackson and I offer a perspective. I'm usually more of like the loud, annoying, fuck this shit, because I told Jackson <laughs> yes. about my feelings about the Pet Cemetery remake. That's so how this Jackson, whole idea like, came about. Yeah, because we have arguments. We're, we're on the both. We're both on the, but we have constructive conversations. And he points out shit that I'm like, okay, you're kind of right. There's nothing <laughs> right about that Pet Cemetery movie. But we'll get into that. Jackson, how are you? I am doing pretty well now. How about you? I'm amazing because I saw the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. You did it, but... No, I'll see it tomorrow but, morning. Yeah, you'll see it tomorrow, but you also said you're not like terribly upset about a few spoilers, which... Oh, not at all, no. Because uh, as much as I love Texas... I, well, I, don't, I don't love Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original. Uh, you don't uh, love it? No, I don't. Um, I'm, I'm one of those people who I, I watch it, and I recognize that it is a great film, and I see why it's a great film, but it makes me uncomfortable, and I don't like that in a movie. Really? And, and I came to, and actually, I came to that realization because of listening to some good buddies of mine called the Cinema Shock Podcast. They had a whole episode about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, and um, uh, about how when you watch it, it makes you feel uncomfortable. But that's kind of what it's supposed to do. Oh, yeah. it's, so it's kind of like. It, that's why I think it's great because it does a great job of that. But I don't like to feel uncomfortable. It's like when someone says to me, oh, you got to watch this movie. It made me cry. I'm going, I don't want to cry. Fuck off. I'm not going to watch that movie. You know? It's, uh, so I watched it. I rewatched it like within the last month since you and I were talking about doing this, this uh, episode. This episode's and, been in the works for months. Yeah, it has. And um, ever since we talked about Halloween Kills with the real Michael Myers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, I watched it and I could definitely appreciate it. Uh, hey, there's Jeff. Hi, Jeffrey. Um, my brother Jeff, right there watching us. Um, oh, hello, so Jeffrey. I, yes, and uh, we. Uh, but sorry, I rewatched it, and I don't dislike it by any means. Uh, but I don't watch it and go, I liked that at the end. But when I watch the remake, I go, liked that a lot. Not one of my favorites by any means, but I I really liked it. And Jessica Biel didn't hurt that, of course. But it was. 
so it's like one of those things where I go, I actually enjoy that remake more. Not saying it's one is better because a remake is always standing on the shoulders of the original anyway. So even if you do think it's better, it's like, well, you still owe a lot to the original. Well, yeah. And just like how we were talking about like the Terminator just before we came on, we're not going to talk about Terminator. We're going to save that for another podcast, but yeah, cause there's a lot to talk about there. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, what got me with it was the stories behind it because it came out, I couldn't, it baffled me because I actually got Scaredy Cat Vasquez and Veronica's opinions on the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre last night. It was fucking hilarious, but I was too stoned to reply. I was also not stoned. Veronica knows what was going on, but, um, I was laughing because Justin was like, how the fuck old is motherfucking Leatherface? And in my mind last night, I'm like, hey, hey, Haley. I was like, yeah. Hey, it's Haley. What's up, girl? I was like, okay, he's probably right. Like, how the fuck old is Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Because it's a few, the original, because this new remake is like the one with, and I want to talk about the Jessica Biel one too. The remake the one that just came out on Netflix is the one it's supposed to be like what happened after the original 1972, 74. Okay. So, so, I, so it's kind of like a Halloween 2018. Yes. And, well, and that's the whole thing where it's like, they totally took the formula of Halloween kills Halloween 2018, 50 fucking years later, y'all this motherfucker's old. So if you, you've got to think in my mind, I'm like, there's no way he was in his thirties and he's 80 years old, fucking killing people the way he was. Fucking oh, wow. Motherfuckers in this movie. I'm thinking Leatherface, Sally and all them were fucking like, uh, I can, Jeffrey is correct. That is the best spring. I, I also have yeah, one. not going to disagree. That one. Yeah. We'll get into, cause I have a John Carpenter list too, excluding Halloween. <laughs> yes. But like, um, so I was like, okay, so he's 50. So to make this new Texas Chainsaw movie work, we had to like go back and do the math on some shit. Um, they bring back Sally in this one with the whole like fucking Laurie Strode fucking badassery shit. But then they added their own text. This movie was fun. To me, it was a fun movie. It wasn't perfect. I didn't go in expecting shit to be quite yeah. honest with you, but it was, it was fun. It was just too short, too rushed. There's no character development. And I hated everyone in the movie except for one character. And I'm like, oh, being I mean, Leatherface, I, of course. No, I hated Leatherface too. Cause what? I hated, he had arthritis or some shit. I mean, he was, he was mobile. He was fucking, he wasn't Michael Myers, but he, but he also was fucking Leatherface. So yeah, it was just, I thought it was good, but I see a lot of people who are uh, a lot of the like, Horror enthusiasts that people like talk about or like you know have a lot of followers they all didn't hate the movie they just didn't love it like okay that's, yeah, well, that's it's fair Texas, mr poe <laughs> and there's a <laughs> lot of that too in the film where it's like modern day bullshit that's going on in texas so oh okay i, thought, I found that entertaining but you'll see the film but i think what i like when a good when there's a good remake it makes you go back and do the math and think about the original and then go back and watch the original so I watched the Jessica Biel one. Yeah. Um, I watched the Jessica Biel one recently because you you were like, hey, we should rewatch all of these. And I'm like, well, I love part two of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> oh, I, love part, I love part two. Yes, I do yeah. love part two. Yeah, part two is awesome. Three was Wait, weird. Bill Mosley is brilliant. He, that is like everything. No, he is. He's gold. Mm-hmm. He is cinematic gold. Always. He really- he really is. And so, like, I, I find that a horror, obviously a horror comedy. Are you okay? 
Okay. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, my daughter just brought uh, in a package that I received in the mail. Thank you, baby. Ooh, presents. It was from. It was. It was. It was exactly. It was Amazon. It's <laughs> nothing horror oriented. It's just my pre-workout. Hey, there we go. <laughs> uh, I'm not mad about the um the bus and the and it, it was funny to me because my friend has a Tesla. And she just moved up here, so we've been riding her. Those things are not as comfortable as you think for you know it'd be space cars. And then I was like looking at her sunroof the other day going, thinking of the movie. So I thought it was pretty funny. Um, but the Jessica Bill one was pretty, you know, I watched it when it first came out and I don't, I was such a bitch back then. I was like one of those angry horror, you know, right, just hating on remakes like, every, or? on every, re like I didn't even watch Freddy versus Jason until 16 years later. Oh, the pandemic when the pan yeah. pandemic. So I was like, I saw it much. I saw it many years later too. It wasn't that many, but I did see it many years later. And I was mad at myself. And then you know what I mean. So it's like, as you, I, I feel like instead of like shitting on these horror remakes, except for a certain few, um, yeah. you know, because sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. That it chap, it start to me. It started with well, I, I guess you could go back to the eighties, right? Like sequel after sequel after se you know, part one, yeah. part two. Five eighty, and then you start to have to do Roman numerals to make it look cooler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and what are your some favorites? So, my favorites for remakes. Yeah. Uh, well, well, my all-time favorite remake, um, and I have to choose this because, for better or worse, it was the movie that made me want to become an actor, like a like a professional actor, which I obviously failed at, but I did try. Um, did you? Is, huh? <laughs> I, I, I half-assed awesome. tried. I half-assed <laughs> tried. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a full-on try. As, as my brother Todd likes to tell people when they say, hey, why doesn't Jackson act anymore? He says, well, Jackson has a zero-tolerance policy for bullshit, and there's a lot of bullshit in this industry, and so I noped out pretty quickly. Um, but I gave it a little bit of a try, and uh, I still do acting from time to time. But anyway, my point is the movie that made me go, I want to do this for real, is uh, – the remake of Cape Fear. Oh yeah, we talked about this. Yes, yes. And and I I guess that's kind of considered a horror movie. Um, when I was young, I didn't under I didn't know how to classify horror movies because horror is supposed to be scary. Mm -hmm. So if I didn't find it scary, I didn't call it a horror movie. And it turned out the movies that I was really afraid to watch were slasher movies, because I loved monster movies and I loved Dracula and and Frankenstein, all those things, but those are called horror movies. But to me, they weren't horror because they weren't scary to me. But this one, you know, so later on, I grew up to realize, oh, those are called horror movies. So I think Cape Fear counts as one too. It's like, it's a film noir because, you know, the original, yeah, I have some visual aids here just because why not? I need that, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the original, it, it, it was you know, very scary. And, the character of, of Max Cady, who I, when I watched Robert De Niro do that, I said, God, I want to be that good. Mm. I want to be that scary. I want to be able to be that scary. And um, he's, he's a horrifying character. Yeah, so, he can be. And in that movie, it was just so that, that to me, I have to say, because I, it's hard to pick a favorite remake, but I'm going to have to say that one because it influenced me a lot. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, let's see, was for, I was pondering this lately and I actually might put it into a blog or something, but like, I was like you growing up thinking like, I don't have a concept of what horror is. And I didn't find, you know, child's play or nightmare on Elm Street scary to me. It was delightful. It was exciting. It was fun. Yeah. What 
movies that scared me were disaster films like and they still scare me like recently i've been um uh, i've always been afraid of disaster films like i used to have um reoccurring dreams about tornadoes and they would be fucking real until i did yeah until i did i saw twister and saw a science pro i did a my senior project on tornadoes and my well, dad started, grew up in ohio so tornadoes were very fucking real and, and scary right <laughs> so like yeah very scary but then I just admired them too. I think I want to blame it on the Wizard of Oz. I was like, that was scary to me. That oh yeah, fuck Wizard of Oz for that. It was scary. So then, you know, I grew up and then when I started having kids, I noticed I started having horrible dreams about some giant fucking waves. And then the movie fucking 2012 came out when I kept having a series of these dreams about gigantic tidal <sighs> waves, these colossal waves. And so to me, Anytime I watch, um, I get really excited when a horror movie, or not a horror movie, a disaster movie comes out. Like recently it's uh, Don't Look Up and I have a whole story about the movie Greenland. I, those movies keep me the fuck up at night because they, to me, those are scary and should be considered horror films. But we're talking about remakes today. So my favorite <laughs> remakes, actually, it's hard for me to say I have a few because I can never just pick one. I think I learned that the thing, what, when I found out the thing was an actual um, remake, I couldn't yeah. fucking believe it. I didn't enjoy the original because I went, you know, all I had seen was John Carpenter's The Thing. And yeah. Then, and John Carpenter's is so superior. Oh, so, right. And so I was like, what is this <sighs> bullshittery? But I don't want to bash it because I haven't watched the original in a long time. But another one that I don't talk about um, often is the Evil Dead remake. Um, I went in because it, it gave that typical label, big theater label. This is the scariest movie you've ever fucking yeah. seen. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, right. That movie was fucking scary. That remake fucking was, it, it, it was a little bit of jail right there. So now, I still, I still haven't seen that one. And I remember reading mixed things, not mixed reviews. Everyone, every review I, I read or every opinion was positive. But I remember people saying it was a remake, then other people saying it was like a reboot that was supposed to, like Sam Raimi was hoping or planning on or, uh, bleeding it into the original franchise. Like eventually he'd be bringing, you know, Bruce Campbell back in. Yeah, because like into another movie or something. So I was like, I was wondering, I, I saw, like I said, I haven't seen it yet. I need and, to see it. So I, I need I need me to I, see it too. I, I kind of want to see it with you because I want to get your real time. Hey, reaction. you're coming back down here at the end of next month. I am. And yes, Evil Dead Two is a great remake of Evil Dead One. Yes, it's true. Mad. And I was going to bring that up, Veronica. So after Evil Dead, I was like, blah blah blah. Yeah, The Fly is another good remake that was better than the original. And same, you know. Oh yeah. This one, I have an unpopular opinion. The Blob, the the '80s Blob remake. Oh, the '80s Blob is so much better. So much better. Oh my <laughs> God, that movie! I mean, the original. Maybe people are just nostalgic for the original because it was the original. But it's like that's one of those movies where sometimes advances in technology mean let's remake something. Yes, yes, like like fucking um, Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. Yes, not, they've overdone it with Star Wars, in my opinion. Which is, we're not getting into that. We that's could do that in another episode about Star Wars. But that's one of the <laughs> things where, like, I had to force my husband to watch a lot of horror during the pandemic, especially the first year. 
And I had him watch both blobs and he was like, turn off the original. He enjoyed the, the other one. Um, mm-hmm. But so now he's at the point where when he, he now understands when I get upset when there's a remake of some shit. But like, um, what else? Let me write down my other ones. But my other favorite was it because I, I was pissed the fuck off when I had found out that they were going to make my beloved Tim Curry, the horror yeah. family, beloved Tim Curry's beautiful masterpiece over, okay? They were going to remake that with some bullshit unknown motherfucker playing Pennywise. Who were these motherfucking kids? I was, I and I followed the story. I was pissed, Jackson, yeah. and I was mad. But as the film started to get closer and closer, I was like, Actually, I think this is going to be a fun experience. So I'm going to just share a little bit about that experience and why this remake was special to me. Yeah. It's probably at the moment my all-time favorite remake um, as far as it goes. Um, yeah. So when we went to the theater, I went with my three boys. Uh, my youngest it was like, nope. My husband was like, nope, I'm not doing this. And my third, my baby boy was 11. I had um, a 16-year-old and I think my other one was 19 at the time. So we go into this very crowded theater and uh, because it was opening night, we got like the earliest show possible. We got up early. I dressed up. They were embarrassed of me because I was that whore fan, like, you know, my Pennywise mm-hmm. gear and shit. Yes. And I was excited for the fucking movie. And my boys were like, fuck off, mom. You know, so and this is before, you know, I started doing Michelle Halloween stuff. So <laughs> we can imagine how embarrassed they were. So we go into the theater. My son um, waited for the, he always gets Reese's Pieces. And we know if the movie's going to be good or bad. It's like this little um, thing that happens. The movie's going to be good. My oldest son is going to open his bag of Reese's and it's going to spill everywhere. Because <laughs> he's never gotten it right. And it only happens during good movies. When he opens the bag and it doesn't spill, the movie's going to be shit. It has happened long oh. enough in his life. So no shit, he opened the bag of Reese's like right before the movie came on, like the, the intro and psh, everywhere. It was dead quiet in the theater and somebody said, well, that fucking sucks. So then the garage, <laughs> the movie plays on and the garage scene's on. I have my 11-year-old son here, my 15-year-old here at the end seat. The garage scene happens. The whole theater freaks the fuck out. I'm, I had, my eyes had a horror orgasm. I was like, <laughs> I am scared. I was startled. This is perfect. I, I all these emotions, but at the same time, I had to mom. So I'm holding my little one. My little one. He's like, I'm fine. Like that was scary, but I'm cool. While my 15 year old's having a panic attack. I can't <laughs> mom, I gotta go. I gotta get out. Mom, mom, I can't do it. I can't watch the rest of this movie. And you know what I did? Because I'm such a great mom. I told him, go wait outside. I'm not missing this movie. <laughs> that, you know what? That's good because he knows where you are. You can come back. I was like, go and call Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) But he ended up enduring the rest of the movie, but like he was not okay by the end of it. Like I remember we had tickets to see Depeche Mode a couple weeks later and, and and we left and he was alone, home alone at the house at the time. Yeah. But he kept tech. When are you guys coming back? I cannot fall asleep without you guys here. Like, Oh wow. That is a good remake. Part two, people hate on, but I also think it's because if you've read the story, it part two wasn't supposed to be fun or enjoyable. It was actually shit because it was the adult side of the story. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for listening to my story because I'm a storyteller, but that's why I feel that it is probably the best remake uh, at the moment. Um, 
same same i have to agree with your brother here house on haunted hill remake and 13 ghosts are are top of my list the original 13 ghosts is great um the yeah that's true the mummy remake is but these are a lot of ones yeah and there's this better half chiming in yeah. too <laughs> and i i appreciate that because seriously like you kind of forget after all these remakes if they're forcing down our throats like are we gonna ever end so keep going go ahead i need to take a sip oh i mean well let's see one other i'm looking at some i have listed i have this is like, oh, I, well, we don't need to go too much into it because we've already discussed it on numerous episodes, but another favorite remake, and people love to hate on it, but I've given up defending it because I'm like, the lovers know the haters can go suck a dick, is Rob Zombie's Halloween. Yeah, which I and, loved. Yeah. yeah, and I love it too, and every time I watch it, I love it even more, and like I said, you don't like it, then you don't need to watch it again and quit hating on it, you bastard. Shut up. Yeah, um, it's about to just shut the fuck up about it. Yeah. The movie, the movie was good. I, I mean, I, I don't understand why people were mad at it. I, I appreciate it was well written. If anything, yeah, well written, well performed, well directed. It was. Yeah. It, I, it, I, and I, that's something we get into later too. But it's just like this the whole idea of the the complaints that people had about it were like, well, what did you expect? He's not going to do the same thing John Carpenter did because there's no point. Right. Because it, it, all the critiques I ever saw, people, oh, it sucked because Michael was too big. He's not supposed to be. Well, no. Carpenter made him not that big. Someone else tried something different. Michael's never supposed to talk. No, that was the original version. This is something new. You know, let's try something. It, so, like, everyone's complaints were just like they couldn't let go of the original long enough to watch another movie. It's like you can watch a remake of something, and if you don't like it, you can still enjoy the original and people like would say, Oh, he ruined it. I'm like he, no, he doesn't ruin it. You, if you don't like it, don't watch it again. What movie I would like to know what movie made you, if, what remake have you ever seen in, in anything that made you go back and hate the original? I can't exactly off the top of my head, to be honest with you. I bring up pet cemetery a lot because that 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 is some terrifying shit man the book was scary and i think the original movie fit the only thing that it failed on was it didn't touch on the wendigo aspect of the story where <laughs> true the it did it did hit. forget that part yeah where and that's where i had a moment of hope for the 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 new one in 2019 <laughs> i was really upset by this movie because again it's like for me when i had said we're, we'll start talking about the shitty remakes um for me there's things that just need to be left alone. We got our Pet Cemetery one and Pet Cemetery two. Both were great. I I love the Edward Furlong version. Mm -hmm. um, you know that it was it was scary. I and I saw both of them quite young, and the book is horrifying. And I feel like they um what I'm not that's my my manager over there fucking around. I'm actually not typing anything. I was like you're um, you're commenting on your own stuff. Okay. <laughs> I'm not that conceited, but um, I just remember having this feeling. I'm going, how dareth you? What are you doing? And so I went in and I, I went and I bought movie tickets for it. And I bought the cool drink that AMC was offering the, the cool drink. And yeah. I hate it. I, and I remember the lady coming to bring my drink and she's like asking me about, I didn't even know. <laughs> here's, here's 2019 Michelle Halloween in the theater by herself. Bring me my beverage. Oh, that's awesome. 
And, you know, I'm a horror movie. I, I write blogs about horror and Halloween shit. So we'll talk about that in a minute, Jeffrey. So bring me my pet <laughs> cemetery drink. And she's like, oh, I didn't even know that this was a remake or this was a, a remake. And I was like, I didn't know there was a pet cemetery from 1988. I'm going, oh, get the fuck out of my face. But also, <laughs> I was nice because I don't want her to spit in my drink. So she asked me at the end of the movie what I thought. And I said, I fucking hated it. And I just walked off. And it, I hated it because Jackson, it was, it was, it was kind of like, you could no, tell. It, it, I've been, I've been wanting to hear why you hate it. That, and this is because I know you're not hating it for stupid reasons. I know they may be stupid. Um, first Some of all, maybe, I, but I'm, I, I love you. So they're not stupid. Oh, <laughs> I love my brother. So they, like, they might be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they they might be stupid. <laughs> I went in going, okay, I thought yeah. it was kind of cool with the animal parade, the pet parade. I thought that was mm -hmm. kind of cool. Like, that's creepy. And I was like, ooh, John Lithgow is going to play Judd. That, that's you know, what made me oh, want to see it. Uh, yeah, huge, huge shoes to fill for um, the previous actor. And so I'm going, okay, who's going to be the cheesy husband who made the dumb facial loving experiment? You know, as the, uh, the previous Mr. Creed. Yeah. Um, I think what pissed me off instantly was that John Lithgow did not have, Judd did not have the main twang that was emphasized in the story, in the book. And okay. Oh, they're that, right. That is part of the book. I forgot about yeah, that. It, it was a huge ass. And he wrote it the way a mainlander would do it. You could just hear, I read the book after the movie. So I was like, this I read is it before the movie. Oh, see, this is a change you don't make. Like this is not something yeah. you make. I that that makes ending. sense to me now. Okay. Uh oh, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, it fro <laughs> it froze up for a second. Okay, no, that makes sense. That that because I I remember reading the book before I saw the original movie, and certain things because there's so much in the book because there always is that certain things didn't. Uh, but you're right, yeah. That that main twang. Mm -hmm. uh, he does talk about that in the book, and I totally forgot about that by the time I was watching the movie, and and. Um, yeah, Herman Munster totally nailed it. <laughs> um, he, he was uh, even scary, and he wasn't even meant to be a scary character. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, it was just, it, was, it wasn't good. It was like one of those things, and what I learned out later was that movie companies, and I, because my, my argument at the time was like, if you're going to sit here and make a bullshit remake on a beloved horror film, a big name horror film, why not just invest in like an indie film like Terrifier where it worked, you know? Yeah. So it goes back behind the scenes where we were talking about behind the scenes shit. Like who are we to sit here and judge how a film is made? But when it comes to movies like that, Jackson, my argument to your statement was, is going to be that movies like Pet Cemetery, you know, the title of the movie from what I've learned is held by the movie corporation. So the movie, big movie company, Warner Brothers, whoever the fuck it was, decided, hey, we need to make some money on this or else we're going to lose our privileges on this movie title. So here's the story. So that's the capitalist aspect that pissed me off while indie horror filmmakers, you know, are struggling to do, you know, fundraisers and all this other shit where there's like pure horror gold. Horror wasn't meant to be big budget, in my opinion. You know, John Carpenter proved that. Michael Dawson yeah. proved that, you know? So, you Hell, know, even Steven Spielberg proved that with Jaws. 
Yeah. So it's like, which is a horror right, Jeff. Show. Yeah. So it, it, it kind of like where Rob Zombie, where I respect him a little bit, is that he sticks with his vision and he makes his own money for the film. Sometimes, sometimes he doesn't. He mm -hmm. has more than enough money to fund the project. But when you're asking your fans to kick, do a Kickstarter, let them have some say in your film because, sorry, some of your films that you fundraised for were shit, Mr. Rob Zombie. Um, oh, I, I didn't know he did that. Yeah, he did it with, I think it was, uh, was it Lourdes or was it 30, what was it, 31, babe, that he did okay. it with? Yeah, 31. Um, I love 31, too. And this is the thing me and you argue to dis disagree on. I didn't love 31. Um, I didn't love anything past. I didn't like Lords of Salem. I didn't like. Um, Lords of Salem, I need, I want to give a second try because that's the only one of his that I go, uh, and I've seen it get a lot of love on social media over the years. I'm going, maybe there's something I missed. I want to give another try. But sometimes I give something another try and go, no, still not there. Same. I just gave Scream a retry. I did a whole blog about that. But there's some, Oh, the there's original? Some, yeah. But, but I did a whole blog about it. But my whole thing is like, that's when a remake, it doesn't need to be made. This whole Lost Boys thing, the craft, I was really upset about the craft. Um, and I wouldn't call that a remake. It was a sequel. So mm, it, was mm -hmm. a, it was a sequel. And I was like, but it wasn't. Well, that's movie. another thing we can get into in a bit. Yeah. But so then, um, who was I talking about? Uh, thanks. You ruined, you messed up my train of thought. <laughs> Lords of Salem. Yeah. It could have been better, yeah. but, but look, this lost boys thing is really upsetting me. Um, that doesn't, that's to me, I said something really shitty, but I also don't feel like I need to take it back just yet because I don't feel like there's any way to redo that or make it a sequel or reimage the fuck out of the Lost Boys. I yeah, don't they tried to, they tried a sequel to the Lost Boys. I don't think it went over very well. I don't even want to know. There's times where they're like, hey, there's a sequel to this. I'm like, I don't even want to know that. I, I don't want to yeah. know that, you know? <laughs> so, it's like sometimes, sometimes I'll watch a sequel to something just out of curiosity, and if it sucks, I'm like, okay, one of my all-time favorite comedies, it's not horror, but is Kindergarten Cop. Many, Cop. many, many years later, they made a sequel with <laughs> Dolph Lundgren, and they put what? it on Netflix. They did. They put Kindergarten Cop 2 with Dolph Lundgren instead of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, and I, of course, was going to watch it because I loved Dolph Lundgren, and I loved Kindergarten Cop. The movie was not good. Um, it was hack uh, in, 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 at every turn, but Dolph Lundgren was great in his role. And so I just chose to watch it and go, hey, my curiosity has been satisfied and I enjoyed Dolph Lundgren. Thank you. How many times? Never need to watch it, it again. Oh, okay. You don't need say. to. <laughs> I don't need to watch it again. But I, I mean, Dolph Lundgren was, he was really good, but I just wish. It had been a better script, maybe, but, but you didn't need to do a sequel to that either. So that was kind of silly, but it was I mean? just, yeah. it's like they have all this money that they just sit on because they have a title. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. yeah. I know that there's a few lost boys, but we don't acknowledge that in real life, you know, in the real horror community. Yeah. <laughs> but I could see, you know what this is going to do is going to bring up the fact that Jackson is going to go and watch all the new, all the, the sequels to the lost boys for part two of this conversation and i could swear to fucking god that jackson is gonna like at least one of them <laughs> how many sequels do they have 
I know they have one. <laughs> no, there's like, I don't know who who just said bring that comment back up if you can. Uh, the sequel, there, Haley. There's three. Is that really true? There's three of them. Okay, Haley, you, Jeff, and I are watching those together. I want a full report. Okay. Because um, I don't want to watch them by myself. <laughs> wait a minute. Now I'm hearing there's going to be a remake of the interview with the vampire. Because they've got to capitalize on Anne Rice's death, right? Oh, that's uh, true. They do. <laughs> I, and, and this yeah. is pisses me off. It's just Jen, like, Jenny, Jen Vasquez will love that, maybe. What? The new well, oh, there'll be something. For, yeah, if they make a because it's an Anne Rice thing. You know, just saying she loves Anne Rice. Saying hi to her. I don't think she's watching, but whatever. We'll tag her later. Yeah. We'll tag her. <laughs> All right. So what other ones do what we talked earlier? And I don't think you and I, we always seem to differ sometimes. Ugh, hair in my mouth. Um, we talked about ones you like. And I, I was like, Jackson, is there a remake you don't like? And you're like, yeah, actually there are. Which ones don't you like? Were there? I don't remember what they are. Sequel. There are definitely sequels I don't care for. But I, I tend not to, I don't dwell on movies I don't like. And I'll forget about them because if I don't like it, I go, okay, didn't like that. Don't need to watch again. There are very few that I get so pissed off about that. I feel I want my money back I or, know what or they are. well, they're not sequels or remakes. They just happen oh. to be certain movies. It, it's like, like, and I know a lot of people love Quentin Tarantino, but I want him to pay me for however, for uh, however much I'm making per hour for however long Death Proof is, because Death Proof pissed me off so much. I, I um, it. That's how I feel about uh, an uh, unpopular opinion, the the latest one, Hollywood. What is it? Oh, I didn't I even watch that. I don't even like it. Eight, what is it? Halloween? <laughs> ha not Halloween. It's not. It's Quentin The Hollywood fucking thing. The latest. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Um, now, I've heard nothing but good things, but I'm just not interested. I didn't get it. I don't understand what everybody was like. Oh, this fucking gold. And I'm a Quentin Tarantino fan, but I haven't seen Death Proof because it's something in my brain said, just don't bother. You know, it's like when people tell you not to watch, um, what is it, the fucking movie called? Uh, you have people who tell you to watch it and people to tell you, like, if you watch it, you're not going to unsee it. The Serbian story. Oh, I the still Serbian will not film. watch that. So it's I like one watch of the where I've been told by, like, some disgusting motherfuckers in the horror industry so mm -hmm. I'm going to listen to those discussing. Me too. Horror. That's exactly. You know, I have a, a, good, a good friend of mine at work who we talk about horror all the time, Lori. She and I both say, don't need to watch that. Don't need to see that. Yeah. It's like, so just why do we want to do that? Yeah. It's insulting because it's like, here's a punch in the face. We want to make money off. It. And to me, my, the first thing that comes to mind is that they're going to capitalize off of Anne Rice's death. What That's was right, Jeff. What was wrong with the interview with the vampire? And then people were talking about how shit Queen of the Damned was, but look how much of an icon. I liked movie that movie. Me too. <laughs> uh, plus, Aaliyah, dude, oh, what, what's, what, what, what's, yeah, that's Aaliyah, right? Yeah, the few I, scenes that she was actually was fucking smoking hot. So dude, was what she, oh. I feel really dude. bad that he, oh, am I too loud? I feel really bad <laughs> that, um, I feel really bad that what's his name, though, that played Lestat. Just a really fun fact before I let you tell your part of it. Yeah. He actually, Stuart Townsend or something. Yeah, Stuart Townsend, that's uh, his name, yeah. Yeah. He was actually set to play um, uh, fucking Viggo Mortensen's character in Lord of the Rings at the time. Oh, really? And he gave up the role of the King of the Rings 
Fuck Holy shit. Out. So it's like, fuck, dude. Like, like that's that's but then he got to marry Charlize Theron for a long time. So and, but and I don't care what anyone says, Queen of the Dan was a good movie. I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. But people shit um, on it because it, it didn't relate to the book, but I, I love the movie then and I love it now. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I've never read any of the books, so I just watched the movie as it was. But I remember seeing a trailer for Queen of the Damned, and mm -hmm. I had had a girlfriend previous to that who looked exactly I, – I didn't know what Aaliyah looked like at the time. Mm -hmm. I'd heard her music a little bit, and I'd seen maybe some images, but when I saw the trailer, she looked so much like my ex-girlfriend. I was like, oh, my God, did Holly – like? Move to Hollywood and get into a movie or some shit. Um, she looked exactly like her, so I had to see the movie. And so I was just like going, oh, I could so see her playing that part. <laughs> you would have a girlfriend that looked like Aaliyah, you stuck. I sure did. Yeah, well, hey, I'm not doing anything now, so <laughs> I got to live in my past, I guess. We're going to have to talk about that later. Mr. Poe brought up something good, too, because people... Well, nobody forgets that Ghostbusters is horror. I like the 2016 remake uh, because, first of all, there's been no bad Ghostbusters to me because we got Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 1, the original, which was epic. Yeah, and part two was really good. Was so fucking good. And then we get the 2016, and we had the cartoon. I had a crush on the cartoon version. I forgot about the cartoon version. Yeah, because I used to watch it. And so then we get the 2016 and I'm like, oh, with women. Okay, cool. Let's see how this goes. I actually shit on it because I was still in my headset. Like, this is going to be dumb. Um, yeah. I wish I would have ate my foot with that one because I loved the fucking movie when I ended up seeing it. It's a good thing that I have a really good TV and sound system because I... Yeah. I didn't feel like I missed the experience in the theater. It was really good. And I absolutely loved, loved, loved this latest one. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> I need so to good. see that. You really do. You, yeah, you my, really do. My, my, my daughter do. saw it. My, my daughter has seen movies that I would love to have seen that I still haven't seen even seen because, because during pandemic and everything and we weren't going to theaters as much and then the theaters open again. I didn't always have money to go see movies, but I had I, I was able to have enough to pay for her. To, uh, she went and saw Candyman. I still haven't seen Candyman. She, oh, you know, she she went. Saw, there are a couple of ones that she saw, but she saw Ghostbusters with uh, you know um, another brother of brother from another mother of mine, um, and his daughter, and uh, but at the time I was just in such like a, a funk and depression. I didn't give a shit, and we were trying to arrange everything. And I just told him, I said, dude, we're, we're, this is becoming too complicated about a movie. I don't even give a shit about Cause at the time, all I knew about ghost, that, that version of ghostbusters was I saw the posters and I'm going, they're not drawing me in. Are you talking about uh, this latest one? The latest one. I was like, it's not okay. drawing me in. Um, and plus again, I was really down. I was really down and depressed. So nothing was drawing me in. It really didn't matter. I mean, you could you could have been giving me. Well, no, I think a Halloween movie would have pulled me out. But <laughs> but um, it, it, it could you could have been giving me a lot of other movies, and I still would have been like, I don't give a shit. I'm just down. I'm feeling shitty. And so even though Ghostbusters and I and I heard rumors that you know Bill Murray is in it, and uh, I knew that you know other characters were in it, I still just went. I just, I still have to wake up and go to my shitty underpaying job tomorrow. I don't give a fuck. 
how in sync are we? Because at the same, because we talked a little bit during this point. Um, yeah. I was in the same mindset as you, and I was also like, this isn't going to help me. But let me assure you, Jackson, we were both wrong. Um, Good. I was like, we were both wrong. This movie actually probably would have broken. Okay, Haley, I'll watch Ghostbusters with you and Jeff. Yeah, I mean, do it ASAP because seriously, Jackson, when I watched this, I felt so good. Afterwards, I was like, fuck, I probably should have forced myself to go see it during that terrible, depressing time during the winter. And this would have worked. So it's a remake. It's not a remake. It's a sequel that worked very, 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 very well. Um, yeah. So see it as soon as you can, because I want to see if you're going to say the same thing like this probably could have broken me out of my depression. <laughs> Maybe, you know, because there was just, a long no. time ago, the Avengers broke me out of a depression. Same, same. Yeah, same. I, I was like, I was not seeing any movies. I would look at posters of movies and just get pissed off. Like, why the hell are you thinking I should go see that? Because he put that guy's face on it, and I was just, just so down. And a friend of mine said, "You have to go see the Avengers because, especially you with your your Nordic." You know, you know, heathen background and everything and loving Thor. You got to go see this character. And I'm like, I know he's not like he is in real life, but you'll enjoy it. And I went and saw the Avengers and I went, dude, that was fun. I saw it like three times <laughs> in the theater. And then I started going seeing movies again after like, because I remember for a long time, I was just so damn broke. I couldn't see me like in the year 2009. Mm. I saw, I went to the, the cinema only twice that whole year. Cause I was so damn broke. The first one, First time I went was to see Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. And the mm -hmm. second time was to see Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 again. Um, <laughs> and other than that, I did not see movies until Avengers. Then I went and saw I movies in theaters again. Because we got that edge. You know, there, I still was in denial. I was even in denial about Get Out for a minute. But again, we're not talking about... Um... We're not talking about remakes or anything like that. We're not talking yeah, about you, the, you're right. We did we did digress, didn't we? <laughs> did we get to the fact of what you said was a terrible shit remake where you will um what what remakes or sequels did you not like? Because I can't I can't I can't say that I can't think of any off the top of my head that I that I like hated or anything, but I can see you can see some remakes that you go, okay, not as good as original, um, but still a valiant effort, like um uh, visual aid again. I don't have, I don't own, I don't own the the remake, but The Hitcher, one of my favorite movies ever, they did a remake, and the, my, uh, I always thought that was a folly because I don't care. I, I really like Sean Bean as an actor. He's great, but he's no Rudger Hauer. You cannot top Rudger Hauer, and I think sometimes when they try and do a remake, it, it's they 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 fail because like you're you're trying to top something you can never top. It's like that was the not you can't even just say he was the OG. That was like he was the king on that did one. Did you feel did you feel it was disrespectful? No, not at all disrespectful. No? Okay. I, I thought it was I thought it was a very like if you had never seen the original The Hitcher, hmm. it was a great it was a really good movie. Okay. Um, and I even liked it, even loving the original. I still liked it, but I can see why it didn't do so well in box office and critics and fans panned it because, and this is something that I realized not, most people cannot do. When you go in to see a remake, you, you kind of, you can't help but compare it to the original, but you have to, you have to, on one hand, be able to give it respect for being its own film too. You know, and that's hard to balance. 
and I recognize that. How do you make it something that's your own when it's already something that's been done? Exactly. I know. You know, you know, peep my my new blog coming out about how even like heavy metal, it came from, you know, a lot of rock metal music came from black people, the black, the way black people played music. Yeah. And yeah, you know, it's pretty awesome, but let us have a piece of it. I just don't see how it could be when you're going to go in and try to reinvent something, how you're going to make it new by doing something that's already been done before. So, so like I said, it's just a, you, there's a formula. Um, Spiral, honestly, Veronica, I was just, I haven't seen it yet. Um, I, I actually forgot it existed. Uh, mixed reviews. Uh, I, I feel really weird still about Chris Rock playing... Um, the serious role, like I saw a little bit of the Fargo season that he was in, and it was just—it's fucking creepy. Seeing it's like when Robin Williams tried to do horror for a minute, um, but it's Chris Rock, so it's a little weird. Um, but I love to hate on certain movies, but I will never tell something that Votrice Little put on her Twitter today. Something that I want to bring up to a lot of us horror enthusiasts and horror fans is that. We should never, we can hate on a film, a remake, whatever the fuck. Horror movies, horror movie critics or fans, again, yeah. are worse and more savage than Roger Ebert or any other movie yeah. that it can be. Horror movie fans are savage. So the thing is, though, is don't, and this is where I have to go back with my bro Jackson. So we could say, okay, this movie was trash and we could say we didn't like it. Do we need to lose sleep over it because it was so bad? Also, don't sit there and tell other people not to see it because how are you going to have a conversation about the film? Yep. Encourage and someone else might it. enjoy it. And if, yeah. if they aren't, if they're not capable of making up their own mind, because a lot of people aren't, they'll go, that person said it sucked. I'm not going to see it. And then they may have missed out on something they would have liked and yeah. been able to tell you, hey, no, maybe you missed out on something here. This was cool. Nobody can tell me what to fucking see when it comes to horror. I'm going to watch whatever yeah. the fuck Yeah, I'm no watch. one can tell me what to see when it comes to anything, really. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like there's times like where I have like my kids who grew up watching horror films as early as like two years old. Like um, my oldest, who's 22 now, lived um, uh, his first horror movie was The Mummy. And he loved it. And I'm going, well, shit. You know, I got so much shit for that. And now he thinks that he's a Marvel nerd. He's a total, he's a total blurred. Okay. So yeah. he's one of the more, I'm surprised he's not into more anime, to be quite honest with you. Um, the amount of Peacemaker updates I'm getting, I love him so much. I don't, I, I don't like John Cena. I, I am Dude, done the Peacemaker Peacemaker's fucking awesome though. I'm sorry. I, I, had, I didn't mean I to derail you. I watched it and I was like, oh my God. The- All right, I'm going to have my son start sending you his memes instead. But <laughs> it's just like, I, I don't know. I don't even know where I was going with this because my Jack Daniels in, is kicking in. Anyways, let's open up the floor. What other remakes did we, or sequels did we cover and not cover? Fright Night, Fright Night no! Remake. No, I like that one, Mr. Poe. I liked uh, yeah, Anton Young. I, uh, I agree I, with I, the first part. I agree with the first part. It was unnecessary. It wasn't necessary. But, but I, really I did liked. like it a lot. Are you gonna not, anything Tony Collette is in, even if it's like a Lifetime special, oh, I'm She's awesome. And she is Young awesome. was so good in that. He was gonna, and Colin I Farrell. Like, that, that's one of the Colin Farrell ones I really I like. You like that movie, Mr. Poe? 
musical. I really liked it. I I almost like it as much as the original version. Oh, I mean, I, I and and they gave us a great cameo, a small cameo. So I shouldn't say great cameo, but it was a cameo with Chris Sarandon. I loved that. I was like, there he is. Yes. And that's the other thing about making a good remake is making sure you give a proper give proper gratitude to you know the people who made that film iconic in the first place um yes i yeah let the right one in um i thought that was an insulting remake even though i like the the chloe grace moretz or whatever did i get her name right i like her as an actress i don't know that movie but i I like her an american remake did you know that they were going to make an american version of the squid games and i'm like stop stop no they don't need to do that don't do it Fuck off, America! <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I don't yeah. know what funny games is. Man, I don't either, but that was cool. I mean, surrounded. Yeah. No, no, he was. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Goosebumps on Disney. Um, I'm not sure. I guess we'll have to see. They better not Disneyfy it and make it more. You know what I mean? Like Disney's been pretty good with keeping things no they haven't i don't know i don't know how i feel about the goosebumps we'll see but i'm gonna definitely watch i always talk about the shit i'm gonna go watch it like i'm gonna go see the lost boys remake just so i can yeah i'll see it day. i'll see it definitely on a streaming because service you ain't getting me in a theater for that i, I definitely because i liked i liked and that's another thing i think a lot of times it, it depends on um how precious was the original to you you know it was, so when you go see a remake, because it was like I remember when I was uh, back to Pet Cemetery, because that's what spawned this. Was um, I I remember having nostalgic uh, fondness for the original, because that was one of the first movies that I recognized as a horror movie that I liked. Okay, I was young, and I did like it, and I, and, and because I read the book, and that made me feel more connected to it. And then when I saw the trailer, I saw that John Lithgow was in it. And I really liked Jason Clark. And I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. So I got excited for it. But when then I went and rewatched the original before I saw the remake. And I went, no, I do like this. But I, I don't love it as much as I seem to think I did. I, although still, I still like it. I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad by any means. It was bad. I don't think it was bad. No, I'm not talking to the original. Oh, okay. Watching the original, I watched it again before I saw the remake, and I went, "Okay, maybe I'm not as excited for a remake of this as I thought I was because this is good, but it doesn't need to be redone." And I went and saw it, and I just I liked the performances in it, and I enjoyed it. And that was about it. I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I, I didn't think it was necessarily better than the original. But I thought it was a good companion piece. Really? You, no, it isn't. I, I give me about. 10 although, years although Pascal did not have enough part in it. No, and so that's they, they, like, they cut his part too short. And and I was thinking, someone brought up to me because I was talking about telling someone we were going to be doing this podcast and how it got brought up to uh, uh brought up because of Pet Cemetery, and they and they uh, I said something about John Lithgow, and they said, oh, he couldn't have been better than um Fred Gwynn. He, he could have been. Uh, then I was like, I, I don't, I, it's like, that's hard to say because I like Fred Gwynn a lot, but as far as an actress, because I love John Lithgow, I said the only way to have made that one better would have been to have like Danny Glover do it. I mean, because, 
because I, I, in my mind, I'm thinking Danny Glover would have been a great Judd. That's but, a good uh, one. The, the Changeling is a really good one. But wait a minute. I want to go into... um. Hold, okay, so Mr. Poe brought up earlier... Or no, Jeffrey brought up earlier what movie needs to be remade. Should ooh, be remade. That's a really I, I, that, good that was some, uh, That was something I was going to ask you. Jeff, you are in my head those, as usual. Keep those comments coming, too, because I like all these. Yeah, I, I don't get to see all of them, but yeah. Oh, you don't see uh, them? Well, no, I see that they're there, but I have to get close to read them. And by the time I get close, they're gone. And I'm like, yeah, you know. And, for a little longer. Okay, so. But, but, no, but yeah, but Jeff and I have known each other since 1998, so he's in my head. Um, so, <laughs> but I was going to ask you, I, I l l wrote down a few things that I was going to maybe bring up. And I said, hey, what, what films do you think could use a remake? And for me personally, as far as horror films, I don't think any of them need one um, off the top of my head. Um, but I always think, I always thought things like uh, Logan's Run. There's, there are certain movies like sci fi films that were great. They have a great story. The only thing that made them not weak for the time, but weak for today was the technology they had for filmmaking at the time. Okay. And so I was like, you could I do Logan's like, Run so much better now. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could. You could. I got some for you. The Gate. Yeah. Could you use a good remake? Oh, The Gate would be a good one. Yeah. Jacob's Ladder. Yeah, I vaguely remember that one because I think that was Cameron's a college Closet. watch for me, which meant a lot of alcohol. Oh, I'm what? going deep with the 80s. Uh, Cameron's Closet. Uh, which well, is a, okay. not, it's, it's not a well known one. And then there's. Um, the Gate, Jacob's Ladder, Cameron's Closet. I just had another. The Stuff would be a fun one. Oh, The Stuff. Remake. Yes. Do The that Stuff with the technology we have now. The the, the practical effects. And I'm going to just go on a limb here and just say, because this is one of my favorite all-time horror films. And they yeah. kind of gave it a re-imaging or a remake. I didn't appreciate it at the time. And maybe I'll go back and watch it. The yeah. the other rendition of it but i would love to see a new version of american werewolf in london with giving um giving uh fucking what's his face uh jack is jack still alive jack i'm sorry because i drink food i drink alcohol you drink Both characters, give them a really good fucking yeah that would be a dope ass fucking in like cheese horror film oh mr. my poe. god oh, mr poe that is wonderful that is, write that down. Hey, write let me that ask down. you a question real quick. <laughs> How long do we have? We have five minutes. Go. Oh, is that it? Okay. Okay. We can go over a little bit. We can go over. Just no, no, it's just I have to pee, but but I can oh, hold it for five pee. minutes. No, 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 because if we have unlimited time, I'd just come back and we can go on for whenever. <laughs> but if we only have an hour, then I'm going to hold no, it for five minutes. It's not a time thing. I'm just trying to keep it constrained. I also have like five shows to watch. Oh, but uh, we're not going to get cut off in an hour? No, we're not going to get cut off. Go pee. Oh, I'm going to pee. I'll be right back. Yeah. Turn the volume up so we can hear. Uh, remember when Alexis Mencola peed uh, during the three teeth? Fucking YouTube live chat. Hey, everybody. Mr. Poe, I need you to write that thing down, and I'm going to need you on my show soon. Um, fucking the stuff would be a good one because you get the practical effects remade. I want to see what these new motherfucking special effects fucking teams can do with practical effects instead of all the CGI shit. 
You know what I mean? Wouldn't that be dope to see? Does anyone agree with me? Like to see how they would do all that mouth opening shit, like in the stuff and just, uh, you know, well, I was thinking about it today. I have this uh, beautiful young lady who's about to draw me like one of her French girls. And she was talking about, she's a young one. And she was like, Hey, you know, I like creep, um, creep show. Hey, Josh. And I was like, yeah, right. But then she's like, I didn't really love part two. Well, part two, the only part that I liked was the one in the lake, you know, the thing. Um, but I also love the new show on Shutter that's been running since 2019. I don't know where I was going again. God damn it. Can you remind me? I don't know. I'm just rambling. <laughs> just when remakes work, they work. <laughs> um, I also need you guys to see Ghostbusters. I it was so good, right? Oh, that was a good hola. long pee. I'm surprised I haven't had to go yet. Are oh, you wearing dude. gray sweatpants? Uh, um, no, yeah. It's <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm wearing. I'm, they're, they're they're like they're not sweatpants exactly. They're uh, they're uh, sleeping pants, like well, pajamas. Mr. Black villain. They are actually remaking Hellraiser with an androgynous character. Oh. Well, actually, yes. No, that's not what's happening. Pinhead was supposed was written by Clive Barker to be androgynous, but they have a woman playing. She's a trans uh, woman, Pinhead. I believe. Is she a trans woman? Oh, that's perfect. what I read somewhere. Yeah. Okay, good. So why is everyone mad then? Shut the fuck up. That's perfect. people. Oh, people should not be mad. I've seen <laughs> I've seen images of her and she is smoking hot and know. she's scary as fuck. I'm so looking forward to that movie. I'm looking oh. forward to that. <gasps> Rosemary's Baby would be a good one. They're called joggers now. Okay, I'm gonna start saying gray joggers. I get my yeah. mine are not mine are not joggers. They're like uh, uh, sleeping pants, bed pants. Because it fine, it's Same. one of the rare nights where it's cold enough I can wear pants instead of shorts to bed. Whew. You should come stay up here. What are you going to come visit? I, I do. We'll, we'll get to that later. Because okay. I do want to. You know that. <laughs> That's what I said, Mr. Poe, that he was supposed to be androgynous. Like, that was the original. I love Clive Barker. And in the original, he wasn't even called Pinhead. He was a uh, hell priest. So sexy. Why is everything I thought that Clive oh. Parker does is just pure fucking blood covered and hot <laughs> because Clive Barker's a nutcase <laughs> okay black villains on a roll here Nightbreed is another good one uh, that I don't know is that one that needs to be remade though that's kind of like saying near death or near dark that, needs to be remade I don't know that, you can't do it that might be one of those where if you that might be one of those where it's like if you remake it it's like yeah you could even do a good job and people are just gonna go nope the horror not the original motherfucking shit no matter what i mean there's just like, yeah it, it, what. it's kind of hard because it's like and then when people say all they do is remakes there are no original ideas well they bring out a lot of original ideas and people just shit on them oh they live oh dude no, you're dude, actually dude dude that would be that here. one could use a technology update they could use a technology update an american update and jordan peele at the fucking helm Right there. Oh my Boom. God! I would so watch that. Boom. That, that would be another one where it's like I I don't I can't see it as being better than Carpenter, but it would be a great companion piece that I could like just as much. Yes, I'm so. Down Especially if we get Roddy Piper to come out of retirement and play his role again. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. 
I'll talk him we into it. You can't even summon Peter Steele, dude. How are we going to get Roddy? Oh, Peter Steele's faking it. That's why. Because Peter oh, Steele is faking Ryder, it. He's Ryder not really Ryder. dead. He's just being a dick. <laughs> Peter Ryder. Steele and Roddy Piper are hanging out, and they're talking about what we want them to do. Ben, I know he is. I know. I'm just being Mr. sad about Poe's it, Mr. Poe. Like, Wait a minute. You know, yes, I know. Close to where um, he's I say the same thing about uh, a lot of actors who passed away. I want them to come out of retirement. I legit saw David Bowie's doppelganger on the fucking BBC today. No shit. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> My doppelganger used to follow me on Instagram, and I followed him back, but now I think he's disappeared. I want to find him, dude. I fucking saw my friend's doppelganger in Ferngully the other day. Wow. He's to be a hashtag. <laughs> I'm not fucking shitting you. And my husband and my friend who was there, her doppelganger walked right the fuck past her, didn't believe me. I said, your fucking doppelganger just walked right past me and fucking smiled. A better remake of The Fog? I mean, you guys keep bringing up all these John Carpenter things, and I'm having a hard time with it. Well, because John Carpenter made great movies. It's and so the thing hard. about John Carpenter, part of what makes John Carpenter's movie so great you probably have is one. he he does such a great job with low budget and it yeah. makes it really but but then you want to see what could somebody do with a budget with that because he I did wanted, it so well. Yeah, what are you going to do? You want to see what else could you do? I, th I So I understand that because it's like uh, uh, okay, uh, an unpopular John Carpenter movie that I love is Ghosts of Mars. Do that with a real budget? I'll watch that. Fuck. I love Ghosts of Mars because I love the story concept. I love the idea that you go to Mars and there's alien life. Because he kind of did what he did with the thing. It's alien life that is nothing like we can comprehend. So when you go to Mars, they invade your body, blah, blah, blah. And st similar to the thing. Uh, but that one was so low budget. I think that's part of the reason why a lot of people didn't like it. Um, or, or maybe they just don't like Ice Cube for some reason because Ice Cube's awesome. You should love him. Um, I love him now. Yeah, he, he was awesome in that. Huh? Oh, I don't know anything about him now. I'm just, I liked him in that movie. And I, and I love Natasha Henstridge. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Jason Statham's in it too, and I'll watch him in anything. But anyway, my point is, hey, update that one. I'll give it a shot. Why not? I would too, because I'm into the spaceship for sure. Yeah. Like, give me more space horror, dude. Like, um, wait, there's there was a comment I wanted to go back to. The Langoliers definitely could use a remake. I totally agree with that one. What do you uh, think of Night, Night of the Living Dead? What for a G A? What's G R G A R? What's G A R? You're gonna have to update us, old people. Yeah, bring back Cube when, as long as he's not playing some PTA mom again. I'm tired of his shit. <laughs> There's a reason he wasn't in the Super Bowl halftime show. James <laughs> ah. was also another good one. Pe people asked me about the Super Type, sh the, the halftime show I said was uh, Peter Steele in it, then I don't give a shit. Fuck off. If he wasn't. For nostalgia is so good. You missed a good show, bro. Oh, I, I, I'm not into football. I, I can't stand I'm not football. into football either. I hate football. I hate fucking hate. Yeah, that, that could be another episode. <laughs> I, I, don't, I'm, I, I like to tell people you have to defy the laws of physics to, to care less about sports than I do. Um, I was choked on ice. Cuban Anaconda. Oh, I agree. He was really good at Anaconda. 
He was really good at Anaconda. Really good at George A. Romero. I, I am. I feel like such an asshole that I didn't realize oh, that right you. away. Sorry. I'm so sorry. We don't all speak in acronyms because we're old. No, but you know what? That was one we sh we should have gotten. I have to I'm give sorry, that to him. We we, we should have gotten that. We're not real uh, fans. We if they did a remake of that, I'd totally watch it. Because that's such a classic movie that if you don't screw up the story and you give good performances, good directing, uh, the with the better technology we have for effects and everything, a combination of CGI with practical, I think that would be great. They're going to have to do something to make it more not Walking Dead, though. You know what I mean? That's I true, like yeah. And they would have to update it to fit. Yeah, you're right. The crow. Oh, they were gonna. Were they actually gonna do that? Well, I didn't know they were going to. Here's me going. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> Keep the story the same, but also don't because to me, here's me. I need to see the black person not die at the end. Well, that that that. But it it could be this. It could be the same, but updated. Yes. Thank the same you. basic story, but make it fit today. And because Romero was making, he well, he didn't realize he was making he a statement at the time. He, he didn't do it intentionally. Totally he just cast the best guy for the role. Right, which and, I appreciated. That's like yeah. what Clinton is, folks. Just in case you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, it's like that's, that's the best guy for the role. It's like, oh, he he's purple. I don't give a shit. He's the yeah, best guy for the role. You know, how, that's how simple inclusion is. Look at George A. Romero. I and you know, I'm just saying. Yep, Romero right. was. Awesome also, you really do need to see Candyman. I mean, it was so fun. It blew my fucking mind. And I want to climb. What's his face? Like a tree. Like, don't ever let me see him at a horror convention. I'm you mean, um, who? <laughs> Who's what's his face? Well, Tony Todd, too. But Tony Todd? You mean Tony Todd? No, not Tony Todd, but, but also Tony Todd. But the guy who I love Tony Todd. Candyman in the new one, which you need to see. Also, wait for me for when I come down. We'll watch that together. Okay, I thought Tony Todd was doing that. I thought Tony Todd played him in the new remake. How would I feel if they remade The Shining? I wouldn't be mad at it because here's the thing. They already did. No, that wasn't a remake. That was a part of the Dr. Sleep was... No, no, I meant when they did a TV version that was supposedly closer to the book. I don't know if that counts as a remake, and that was something I was going to bring up maybe. When is that? They did a TV movie a long time ago with Steven Weber playing the, um, oh, yeah, playing Jack. Um, be, it, and it was supposedly because Stephen King did not like the movie really? that came out. Yeah. He didn't like because it, it was it deviated too much from his book. Um, from what I understand, I know no, he, I know he definitely did not appreciate it, and I think that was the reason. Um, and but he really loved the TV movie that was made. With Steven Weber playing, um, what's it, J Jack's character? Whatever Jack it was. Torrance. Yeah, Jack Torrance. It was a J another Jack. Okay, Jack Torrance. He played Jack Torrance. And um, supposedly, <laughs> because in his book, the the hotel itself supposedly is more the... The entity, yeah. That's how yeah, the entity. Doctor. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, and I'm told that's what they did in Dr. Dr. Sleep. But um, and I, I saw the TV version when I was young, when it came out, it was like in the early nineties and I thought it was good, but I also I saw the original and thought it was good, but I wasn't, 
it, so, they were neither one was a movie that was precious to me, so they could remake it, and I go, sure, give me another version, I'll watch it. Uh, the Shining is precious to me, so I think that yeah, oh, they did the shrubs in the in the series, so that's pretty cool because that wasn't in the movie. Um, if they did to answer your question on my perspective, Justin, if they redid, if there's a remake to The Shining, I think a real shitty part of the fact of why the movie worked so well was because, and it, this is sadistic and awful to say, and I don't agree with it. Because uh, he was horrible to Shelly. He was terrible. Not just Shelly. She, she suffered the most, but he was a dick to Scott, uh, to Scott McCarruthers, even to Jack Nicholson. Like, how do you fucking stress Ugh. out Jack Nicholson, dude? So it's like... You gotta you be a like major him? asshole to stress that guy out because he's stressful himself. Yeah, but at the same time, Dr. Sleep worked so well. Like, they had Alex Esso play um, Wendy Torrance, and she did a really good job. So I think it could work. I wouldn't be terribly upset with a Shining remake, but I would also be very um, critical of who, like, they casted, who takes fucking, who's directing it. Like, give me some Ari Oster shit. Exactly, Mr. Poe. I agree. 150 Fuck yeah, that dude. He would put them through so much torture. How oh, many yeah, times yeah. he would do a take? That guy, like, I'm like, fuck you. I'm not getting paid and, enough for this. Right, and he destroyed. I believe he's the one who destroyed uh, Shelley Duvall's mental state. Yeah, he. Um, a lot I, of people I, feel I, that, and I think that's probably Sleep, true. Doctor Sleep was so good. I was super surprised at how good Doctor Sleep was. Um, I still haven't read the book. I remember my good friend, um, Ian Simon out of magic was like, have you read the book when the movie came out? And I said, no, and I have still yet to read the book, but I love the movie so much. I kind of don't want to, I'm going to read it though. I promise I'll do it as soon as I finish the next three books. that I'm You reading. read it tomorrow. But if you do a shining remake, it's going to have to be like Ari Oster's going to have to direct it or else I'm not into it. Ooh. Yeah. It needs to be an A24 film. <laughs> Dr. Sleep movie was so good. Like, but it did do it a lot of justice because it clarified a lot of shit that the shining, the, the 1980 film, Stanley Kubrick's film didn't do. Yeah. And because he was, he was making his own thing too. He yeah, was kind right. of saying, fuck you to the, the source like, material sometimes. So you can't go in and go, Hey, and let me abuse, you know, the new director go in and abuse the, the, the actors or anything, but I could say it just needs to be disturbing though. And I need to see the disturbances with, Someone like Ari Aster. I just want to yeah. keep repeating that in threes to ensure that it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, five more minutes. Let's do this. Oh, I shit. Gotta, I got to watch Euphoria. <laughs> Why? Why? That doesn't need a remake. No, uh -oh. it doesn't. It's, it's enough for me right now. But I have to pretend I'm a teenager once a week. <laughs> a drug-addicted teenager. Was it, was, I was going to ask you, can you think of movies... Uh, that don't that, that that cannot be remade. Lost Boys. That's what. Lost Boys. Okay. Okay. God damn my, my, it. My my the first thing that comes to my head, uh, Jeff. Hi, is Jaws. Because yeah, Jaws, because not only because it's so perfect the way it is, but when it was made in 1974, we understood so much less about shark behavior <laughs> that if you tried to do that movie today. We'd all be going, no, they don't do that. No, they don't actually do that. No, nope, mm, doesn't work. They don't act they don't act like that. I feel like I got we got our Jaws remake with a uh, fucking Deep Blue Sea, bro. Yes, Jeff. Yeah, Deep Blue Sea, but Deep Blue Sea, they that was they so dope. 
<laughs> it was so fun, and it was so fun. That movie is. Don't talk, it, but, we had a Jaws remake. That was it, right there. <laughs> yeah, so that movie was so fun, and um, so was the Meg. The Meg was so fun. I did, the Meg pissed me off. I wanted more. I wanted more. What? I need. She needed to be bigger, babe. She needed to be bigger. I oh yeah, she could have been bigger. She could be bigger, but there was a lot of Jason Statham. So I was and happy. That was another. Well, see, again, this is where I'm like, how do we connect so well? Because remember <laughs> all the years that they were promoting that fucking movie, and the shark mouth was so enormous, we couldn't comprehend how they were going to. Oh, that's true. How are they going to do that? But she disappointed me in her size. Deep Blue Sea, and you can not remake Deep Blue Sea. No, um, you cannot. Re you're right. You can't do that. Remake Deep Blue Sea. Bring up Justin's comment again, because this is important to me because I love Vincent Price. Um, if they were to do remakes of Vincent Price movies, who do you think would play a good part? You, Justin. You would be a great... No, he can't Ooh. be better than Vincent Price, but he could be as charming. I vote Idris Elba. Oh, um, Idris Elba could do anything. Right? That would be my new... Fuck, my vagina just did something. Oh, and Crispin Glover is also great. No, but Crispin Glover, oh, he has a handsomeness to him, though. He does. And Vincent he could Price do Vincent Price, Price so well. Yeah, so thank you, Ian, for understanding me. Um, no, you can't re remake You're Vincent right, Price. you cannot, because Betty White is gone, and that movie is perfect the way it is. Everyone's capitalizing off that, but wait a minute, Vincent Price, who could play Vincent Price? I, I could think of a few people, but they're just not, the names aren't coming into my head. Um, who's a stud muffin that I'm like, Oh, you know who would be a good one? Um, no, don't remake Misery because don't fuck with my Kathy Bates. Um, yeah, because who, who are you going to put in that? Yeah, that, that'd be hard right now. Oh, actually, there's Octavia, nobody. Octavia Spencer would be pretty good. Oh, my gosh, she Spencer. would be good, wouldn't she? She would be good. Octavia motherfucking Spencer. Um, I'm not going to answer any more Jaws questions because I'm still pondering this Vincent Price, dude. Um Motherfucking <laughs> dude with the dick who made me get into the gray sweatpants. What's his fucking name? Thoreau. Justin Thoreau would be a good Vincent Price. No, his voice doesn't captivate me. You need somebody with a captivating voice. Whose voice makes that, that that's that's where Eater's elbow comes in a lot. Yeah, he comes in. So he's our he's my top pick. But who's he, sexy ass voice? What's a sexy voice that just makes my hmm. I have to get back Chuck. to you on that. Well, besides Chuck, no, <laughs> no, no, not Jason Statham. Dude, I will watch Jason's, Jason Statham do anything. I fucking love that Jeffrey dude. Rush obviously does make a good Vincent Price. Ooh, I mean, that's a really good point. Yes. I like this black villain, dude. He has a lot of good ideas. He really does. I didn't know you were so knowledgeable in horror. I thought it was just video games. <laughs> dude, that is <dude's> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? what? What did I have? I did have something. Um, Jackson would be a good Vincent Price. Do, do I could Vincent, do a good Vincent Price. Do Vincent I don't. Price I, I, I. I can't do one right off the top of my head. But other. <laughs> by the end of the week, I could do what he does at the end of Thriller. Um, it, what was I thinking of? Um, something to bring up. Oh shit! Oh, you know what? Because there was something I, I know you don't want you wanted to cut this off or end this pretty soon, but Obviously something not. we haven't something we haven't brought up that um that I wanted to ask a question like what to you makes a movie a remake? 
because there are a lot of movies that get made, right? Okay, they have a similar okay. title. They're, they're, to me, I, I will use sometimes the term a reboot, uh, sometimes an attempted reboot, um, but like, they'll use the same title. So people just assume it's a remake. And I think sometimes that screws up the box office movie. Like there's a, well, okay, Marcus Nispel did a Friday the 13th film. Mm-hmm. Every I think it was 2009, if I'm not r- wrong on the day of the year. And everyone assumed it was a remake, but it was like it followed the story of none of the stories of the original franchise. The only characters that were similar were Jason and his mom, Pamela. And he borrowed elements from the first four films as like, like with the mask progression and stuff like that. But other than that, it's not a remake. He was doing, and he's the same guy who did the Texas Chainsaw, which was a remake. Mm-hmm. Then, but then he did, uh, he did, uh, like I said, Friday the 13th, and he did a Conan the Barbarian movie. All again, not a remake, but people called it remake just because of the similar title. But it was like, not the same story, not the same villain, not the same arc. Nothing was the same, except that it's Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, Jason Momoa playing Conan the Barbarian, which he's not Arnold, but he's still awesome. So yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Go. It's not a, no, it's a re-imaging then. You know, re-imaging. That's, where, that's a good word for it. I like that. Re-imaging. That's kind of where I thought they were going with Candyman. Yeah. So I saw Candyman. So you got to kind of see can You got to see the new Candyman because. So when you brought that up, the first thing that came to mind was was um. It has to be yeah or a reboot like Sabrina. Uh, yes, recreation of the original previous film. Thank you. But not the same story. Like the Sabrina, um, Sabrina series on Netflix was. I didn't watch that bullshit in the nineties. That I was like, what is this happy bullshit? This is not the, how the comic was. Okay, I already knew that as a as a preteen. So, um, oh, that's a really fucking good point. Scrap the Sabrina shit. The turn of the screw. All the re-imaging of that when it comes to fucking um oh I re- and I just brought this up when it came to the not the house the the haunting of Bly Manor and the other one I just fucking watched too where I was like this is another turn of the screw rendition fuck and it's on I feel like it's on Netflix and I just watched it if you can think of what it was or you're googling it right now we're staying on until you figure it out but it's a new one on Netflix that is another re-imaging of turn of the screw where it's the same thing but not labeled the same. Haunting of Bly Manor is one of them on Netflix, that series. Um, Sabrina, again, is another one. Um, I also was thinking of Phantasm earlier. Um, I didn't see the comment from Justin before, if we can bring that one up. Ever notice that it's recently horror movies that get re- Yeah, you know why? Because it's fucking capitalism. People are seeing, this is some shit that, uh, the, uh, this is a to be continued, but people are starting, opportunists and capitalists are starting to see the ridiculous amount of money that us horror fiends spend money on. We spend money on a lot of dumb shit and we pay a lot of money for it. And they're seeing that they're seeing the success of our conventions, kind of like how comic con was not a thing until it became a huge thing. Or when Coachella used to be about independent artists, you see what I'm saying? Well, yeah. Remember Lollapalooza before that. Yeah. It's capitalism. So people are seeing this and they're like, oh, hey, let's remake every motherfucking horror movie we can because those horror motherfuckers are going to go to the theater and watch the movie. 
know? But if they did a good, do a good job, we don't mind. I don't think we mind because, like we said, we know both of us are going to go see the Lost Boys remake. Even though yeah, we shouldn't uh, do that. No, I'll go <laughs> see it out of curiosity. And I will go see it, honestly, with optimism and hope that I will enjoy it. I know, I know it's not going to do for me. Because that's one thing about movies. It, it, w- w- when people complain about sequels not feeling the same and or remakes not feeling the same, it's like you only get to pop your cherry once. Yeah. You only get to see Jason for the first time once. So when someone gives it to you in a different way and you go, it didn't feel the same, that's really not, uh, to me, a, 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 a valid criticism because like it can never be the same. It only happened once. You've only gone in never having seen Freddy Krueger once. That, and then you see him really and he's there. Yeah. yeah he's in your it's head. like, it's like, what's his name? That dude who played him in the remake did a good job with his job, the role, the job he was given, but he's not Robert England. Yeah. And that's not his fault. And people who hate on that remake, I'm like, Dude, they they shouldn't have remade it because it wasn't need there was no need to remake it. But I understand why, hey, people are hungry for more Friday the 13th. Let's give them something more. At the time, Robert England was going, I'm feeling a little too old. And I remember yeah. him saying that in interviews. He's like, I can't do the things I used to do. He's and changed so they his said, mind. You should see him at all the fucking horror conventions. Yeah, yeah now he's changed his mind because he saw he saw what Jamie Lee Curtis did in 2018. Then <laughs> he's going, hmm, you know, and, and I don't blame him. I don't blame him because you know at the time they may have been when they were if they presented the idea to him, they may have been making it sound like he has to do more physically, and he says he can't, but now they're like, Hey, you just act, and we can do all the physical shit with all the all the other stuff. Then he's going, okay, maybe he's right. I don't know. But it's like you, you go and they, they want people, the fans, we always want more of it. We do. But at the same That's time, when, they, when you give us more, we're expecting the feeling we had before. Right. And that's kind of unrealistic of us. Right. It's like, You're absolutely right. It, but, but we it's also like Freddie was Freddie in the first one. He became right. a smart-ass one-liner in the in the sequels yeah but like the scariest freddy is the first one so it's like which one are you going to give us in a remake and that's true it's kind of like when you listen to a song for the first time and realize it's a song from like the the a long time ago like i believe leave that comment up from uh josh please um it's like uh, you and i have the common um opinion that the, the same opinion that um uh summer summer dreams yes is better by typo negative than it was by whoever the fuck saying it well, originally i have a theory that seals and croft actually got into a time machine came into the future heard typo negative and was, that's a brilliant song let's rip it off and they went back in I time and coined you. it as their own i agree yeah. with you and josh you bring up another good point too that i'll actually close this off with can you go back to josh's right leave my old shit alone but Josh, you brought up something good, and I brought this up, this up with the um, horror and color only things um, episode that I did. They started doing re- movies and series as a different genre, like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So what and the Wonder Years movies could be turned into horror? Well, to be honest with you, you bring up um, Bel Air because 
honestly, I have started watching Bel Air and I knew it was going to be good. I didn't know it was going to be as good as I fucking thought it was gonna, as it is. It is a really good show, but oh, it's wow. also, it's uncomfortable. It's disturbing and it's a bit scary. It gives me anxiety. So to me, it could be put into horror. And what I was saying, you know, in relation to the horror and color conversation is that we were bringing up shows like Euphoria and shows that were getting certain kinds of representation right. But also I kept saying, well, these aren't horror series or horror shows, but there are so many horror elements being integrated into everything on primetime TV into primetime things. I've been saying this for years. We need new things to be afraid of. So that's why sequels mm. and remakes aren't always going to work because we need new things to be afraid of as horror people. I want to be affected and uncomfortable in a horror movie. And the last time that happened to me was Hereditary. I just started, I watched Hereditary in full for the first time. It took me two days to get through um since 20 since it came out because that movie bothers me so much and you'll see in a later blo a blog later why that movie bothers me so much but now that i'm like medicated and i'm like balanced again i wanted to revisit it and it was still just as fucked up but the thing is that's good it, it affected me and it's a psychological film i just did a review on this movie called Slapface. on um this is why i love shutter so much is because shutter um gives new horror a chance new things to be afraid of um you know responding to that comment bel-air it's it's really good um but just don't expect to feel good all the time watching it because it it, it hurts it's not what we saw Ooh. with will Smith. it wasn't fresh prince of bel-air it's not fresh prince of bel-air for a reason it's it's different and it's 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 beautiful like i feel myself feeling all the emotions watching bel-air i feel horror terror i also feel empowered it's beautiful it's funny and then it's also like this is serious i feel like i'm watching all a, a lot of genres in bel-air so there's a lot of good i i do feel like you know what josh was saying is a good example of how entertainment needs to evolve we can't keep doing the same things if we want right. to progress as a species as humans and our interests even as horror fans who want to stay stuck in the 80s We've yeah, got we do. to evolve. We've got yeah. to evolve. That's why I'm saying I would love to see what these new age directors, Jordan Peele, whoever you've got, let me see what y'all can do with some special effects without it being CGI done on a computer. Let me see you get your hands dirty. You see, know and I'm I mean? okay with CGI on a computer if it's not overdone. Right. Like Godzilla. Oh, Godzilla is... Oh my we, god. We, we could have a whole we'll episode end. about Godzilla. Don't we'll start about Godzilla. End. Yeah, we'll have a whole week <laughs> worth of Godzilla. I was watching Godzilla and Mothra Battle for Earth last night. I I I love Godzilla. Look at my dude's in the back. He he Dude. terrorized my husband's conference call the other day. <laughs> oh my but you god. You see what I'm saying? It's like our we can sit here and I and this is what I love about the horror genre because I don't know if there's, I guess I was doing a whole review on Yellow Jackets, which is, to me, a horror. Also, okay. like, nostalgia type of show is really good. I actually think you'd like it, Jackson. Um, but I was looking, there's like a forum, a Facebook group, to me, which is like a bunch of horror fans getting together, discussing theories on yellow jackets and i'm going so this happens in all kinds of genres but again we're in the horror genre this is our passion our love and everything 
So we have every right to critique these films, especially since we have a huge part of it. What other genre of, of film can you interact with the people who made the movies we love? Can you do that in any other genre? You're telling me oh, if there's damn. Marvel or Star Wars fucking... Uh, in Star Wars, yeah. Is sci-fi stuff... On Instagram? No. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, on, on Instagram, maybe, but definitely at conventions they can. Yeah, but we don't have conventions. That, well, we, we're getting back to all that. But you so see we're getting back to that. You're right, yes. But that's like waiting at... Yeah. Where does Mark Hamill go? He goes to top-notch conventions. So yes, he goes to top-notch ones, but I think on lower tier movies like that, like sci-fi films and everything. Like, like when I, the only time I've ever been able to go to monster Palooza, I spent like 45 minutes hanging out with Lance guest. Yeah. Yeah. That's who, what I love about it. Yeah. Who is awesome in Halloween too, mm -hmm. but he's also, he was the lead in a <laughs> sci-fi film. You know, the last Starfighter. It, so I think they have also sometimes they have similar outlets like Absolutely. like conventions and things. Yeah. Absolutely. Tom Savini. It was so interesting that you bring that, oh, that up. guy's Tom so Savini, awesome. Right. We were at Monster Palooza. Um, I think it was 2019 and he was just about to go to lunch. And the year before I was too chicken shit to ask him for his autograph on my creep show. Um, I have my creep show comic graphic novel over there and yeah. i was too nervous to do it so i did it with my husband in 2019 and he i was like hey i know you're going to lunch but is there any way i can get a signature real quick before the line because i spent like an hour in the sun waiting for bruce campbell which was totally worth it i'd do it again oh okay um, you know what i mean i would totally do it again but I wanted to get Tom Savini's, um, right? Well, and what's funny is you bring up Sex Machine is he kind of like rolled his eyes Sex like, machine, what do yes. you want signed? And it's funny because the year before, I could tell he was getting irritated because everyone wanted him to sign his Sex Machine. Sex Machine on everything. Sex Machine, Sex Machine, Sex Machine, Sex Machine, Sex Machine, Sex Machine. Damn, why be annoyed? I wish well, people wanted me to sign something like that. He he seemed annoyed, so he kind of like <laughs> I could tell he was aggravated. But when I handed him my creep show graphic novel, he lit up. It was like, oh cool! You recognize my work in creep show? Yeah, I fucking that's why I want you to sign my creep show. I don't give. I mean, Sex Machine was dope, but you're the dude who created the creature in the box and fucking creep show. Like you're yep. everything. I, your head, you blew your own head up. Okay. He, he did like, Friday the 13th shit. shit. You know, like, so you see what I'm saying? I mean, who doesn't want the, I want the cock cannon he had just a Yeah, cannon. of course. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but see what I'm saying? That's what, like Haley was saying, like you just, he, he, the horror, horror, the big time whore people who were up there, Jordan Peele even recognized it. Jason Blum. Um, yeah. They all recognized the fans. Like Greg Nicotero was so kind to us. The only person that was mean to me was Ken Fourier. And I was like, my boobs didn't even do anything for him. <laughs> no, was he actually, was he actually mean? Uh, I remember when you told me that story he before. Did he didn't want to talk to me unless I gave him twenty dollars. Like that's I felt like. Oh, okay, I, was, I, I just I just remember when you told the story to me being before. He didn't sound mean. He sounded desperate. 
that's probably for money. He I'm sounded like, desperate for money. That that's just when he told me a story before. I don't know. And this is where but, I cannot judge. Because you because you, you told me he is. said, "I'm sorry, I really need the money." He really he did. He was like, "I need the money," and I was like trying to. And like, which is sad like, to me because he's so he's such a great right? talent, and, this and he's such a great personality. It's like he shouldn't need the money that bad. He should be able to sign someone's boobs. <laughs> Right, and I was like, "Dude, my dude's coming with the twenty dollars." And he, I was like, "Here, you could sign my boobs, and I will go get that shit tattooed." He was not impressed. He was Aww. just like, "I don't know what." It, but then, like, Horn Noir came out, and he's there with Keith David. I'm going, "How is this man needing money?" Like, but that also goes to show how black people are underpaid, even in our industry. Yeah, you know, totally so, underpaid. And he, you know. even though even Ken Foray, as as amazing as he is. He hasn't had the career Keith David has had. Yeah. Keith yeah, David, right. I mean, because they both have amazing voices. They're both great actors, but one lucked out a little bit more than the other. Well, even still. One Ken of them Ray, is in or, They Live and the other one is not. But then there's also like um, Keith David will still sit there and talk to fans. It's pretty cool. Anyways, we got to wrap this up. You guys, oh. thank you for everything. We could do a part two. You guys get to vote and tell us in the comments on our Instagrams if you want us to do a part two on this shit. We'll we gladly do going. a part two you know and a part yeah. three and four and five and ten. We'll do this. But we're going to skip six, seven, and eight, though, and nine. Fuck that shit. But we're also using Roman numerals. I, you can do that. I'm, I, I can't. No. I have had too many <laughs> fosters. I can't do that. I love you guys. We'll do in a part two. <laughs> We love you guys. Make sure you're following both of us to keep updated on our part two of our series. I'll see you guys soon. All right. Love you all.